0: Good morning, and welcome to our daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along on this day. And every day that we come together, get into the Word of God, allow it to encourage us, inspire us, give us the strength to keep going in this victorious Christian life God calls us to live. As you, many of you do know, it's been kind of a week I've been processing, this is a month I've been processing some personal things, as a couple of close friends of mine, passed into glory, graduated to the next level, shall we say, graduated to their eternal reward, went on. They finished their course and and uh, went on to their reward. And it, it's, I've drawn both inspiration and many thoughts in my mind, and and I'd like to share a particular song in a moment that uh, with you. I'm not going to sing it, but I'll share it with you. But first, we'll begin with a verse here in Hebrews. Hebrews, it talks about, therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, what's this referring to? In Hebrews 11, God gives us what we are often called God's hall of faith or hall of fame faith members. They were people who strove for God and his kingdom, and they followed the Lord to do what was right. And yet it says none of them received the prize. There was something greater for us. Not Moses, not Noah, Abraham, David, all of these heroes of the Old Testament. They walked by faith. They set their eyes on a prize that they never attained in this life. And he says for us that these people who've gone on to victory now, they're like our witnesses. The the images we're down on the playing field in a football game, and here they are watching us in the stands. They've gone on now and they're cheering us on. Maybe sometimes you see this as a you know like when there's a uh, NBA finals or something like this. Sometimes they'll show past stars from that franchise who won a victory perhaps, and they're in the stands now cheering on their team, even though they're not on the on out on the court anymore. That's the imagery here that the writer in Hebrews is giving us since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us how do we do this how do we run the race we fix our eyes on Jesus any good runner knows you've got to have the finish line in mind i used to run distance i used to be a distance runner And you'd give up if you didn't know the finish line. It's just too hard. It's too, unless you have your mind and your eyes set on the goal, the end, it's just too exhausting. And so we think of the finish line and we think of winning and we think of crossing and you can let up after you cross. As a matter of fact, sometimes guys will just collapse after they cross that finish line. But let us run with endurance the race that is set before, fixing our eyes on Jesus. That's where the finish line, seeing him, the author and the perfecter of our faith. He not only begins it, but he brings our faith to completion. Who, for the joy set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. That's our example. That's what Jesus Christ did. Continuing on, for consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself, so that you may not grow weary and lose heart. You've not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood in your striving against sin. And it's that last phrase that struck me, the striving against sin. And that God calls us and wants us to have perseverance in this struggle this striving against sin. I think what struck me is wondering, will we ever win? Will we ever win? It seems like the struggle against sin and against evil and this mighty conflict that really began way back in the Garden of Eden, or actually probably a bit earlier when Satan rebelled, Lucifer rebelled against God in heaven, and humanity fell in the Garden. And since then it's like evil, it's like a whack-a-mole, if you know what I mean. You, you hit one down and another pops its head up and you keep hitting them and hitting them down. And sometimes it's like that in our own personal life, our family, our church, our nation. It's like you solve one problem and, and you think you you think you can rest now, and lo and behold, up springs another one. You overcome one problem and up comes another. You have one victory and before you know it, you, you're off to another battle. And this fight, I know some people who have grown weary. I know some people in the political battle have grown weary, and they think we should have won by now. They think, you know, what we we win an election, it should be all over, and not realizing that when you're when wherever there's a foe. It might be your own flesh. It might be someone of a of an evil political philosophy. It might be a false worldview. It might be the fight with secular humanism. It might be just against plain old sin, crime, evil. And we sometimes sometimes think, well, I fought so hard and we got a victory. And now it's going to be smooth sailing. We're, we were over the hump. It's all downhill from here. And I've discovered life isn't like that. Oh, there can be times of rest. There can be times of of joy. There can be times of relative, relatively good times and a sense of experiencing victory and walking in that victory. But to believe that there's ever a time when we won't have to battle against the evil one. We won't have to strive against sin. Is it realistic? I think not. I was particularly moved this week by a song that was at one of these funerals I attended. And I'd like to like to say it for you. You can look it up to Dream the Impossible Dream. Why do I, by the way, what struck me was the funerals I attended, both these men had high goals. And I don't know that either of them ultimately reached them. I believe they finished their course, but did they ultimately reach what they really were striving for, like revival on our campuses, world evangelism? uh, Really, no. And yet what they did, let's read what they did. To dream the impossible dream, to fight the unbeatable foe, to bear with unbearable sorrow, to run where the brave do not go, to write The unrightable wrong, to love pure and chaste from afar, to try when your arms are too weary to reach the unreachable star. This is my quest to follow that star, no matter how hopeless, no matter how far, to fight for the right without question or pause, to be willing to march into hell for a heavenly cause. And I know. If I'll only be true to this glorious quest, that my heart will lie peaceful and calm when I'm laid to my rest, and the world will be better for this, and one man, sore and covered with scars, still strove with his last ounce of courage to fight the unbeatable foe, to reach the unreachable star. I was encouraged by that. I hope you are too. Brothers and sisters, we're called to persevere and to know that as believers, our ultimate victory is not going to be until Jesus sets up his kingdom on earth. We do our best, we advance the kingdom, but Satan doesn't lie down without a fight. And Satan is still active in this world, and he's still tempting people, and he's still drawing people into sin. And he doesn't sleep. And so we should be careful to engage in the battle and to fight. There may be scars. There may be times when it's hard. There may be times when you grow discouraged. You may maybe times, will we ever get to the finish line? Don't grow discouraged. We do our best. We serve the Lord where he's placed us. We build our section of the wall, as as Nehemiah would have said. We give it our best effort, and we know that even if we didn't get the ultimate goal, that's, that's reserved for when Jesus comes back. We didn't, may not have gotten the ultimate goal, but we know that we did our best, and scarred or whatever, we left the world a better place because of the people that we touched for Jesus Christ, the people whose lives we influenced, the people whose lives we drew to him, the people who we built up to be disciples of Jesus. This is our quest. This is our this, the star we follow. And my, I want to encourage you, it's worth engaging in. Don't ever, ever, ever give up. Father in heaven, we thank you for our example of Jesus Christ, who for the joy set before him endured the cross. And indeed, Jesus, on the day you died, your own disciples were, were confused. They'd forsaken you. At the end of your life, most people weren't following you. They had rejected you even you'd been betrayed. Jesus, we want to thank you that you didn't give up. You didn't become discouraged. I'm sure it was hurtful, painful what you had to go through, emotionally painful to see people deny you, to see people betray you, all these things. And yet, Jesus, you didn't go up and grow. give up. And we thank you. We just praise you, Jesus, for being our example of perseverance to the very end with the realization that a resurrection is coming there is a hope in the future, there is a victory, that you're you're enthroned next to your Father at this moment. And someday, someday we'll be revealed with you in glory. And indeed in that day, those who mocked or ridiculed or rejected or scorned or or told us we were wrong or, or tried to discourage us, Lord, they'll see us with you in glory. And we Say, as we've said so many times before, Lord, that you're well-done, thou good and faithful servant. Those words from you, you were faithful. Those words to us, even in the midst of difficulty and hardship and even apparent defeat, might we be found faithful on earth, knowing our reward is sure in eternity. We thank you, Jesus. You have a victory. You've won it. Someday we'll see it. And we bless you for that. Might this day, Lord, I pray for every one of us on this live stream, everyone who listens to the podcast later. I pray every one of us would find strength, encouragement, inspiration to to do your work, to fight your battles, to persevere in our faith, to overcome evil with good, to love people who and bless people who do us wrong, that we would be victorious in this day and preparing to reign for that day that's to come. We pray these things and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. So glad to have you along with me today and every day as we get into the Word of God, talk about it. I hope you find this time inspiring, encouraging. We need it. I need it. So I know you need it too. We're to be engaged in a struggle. We need the inspiration, the encouragement. We need to be sharp, strong. That's why we're here every day. And I hope you find this encouraging. If you're new, welcome. I hope you come back every day. Don't just let you feel like it, but make commitment. and Be here consistently. You'll grow as a result. Subscribe and hit the notify, all that stuff, so you'll be informed and reminded don't miss this opportunity. To to those of you who are here every day, God bless you. I love you. Thank you for being part of this community. Thank you for your prayers for me. I'm glad to be praying for you. So until we meet tomorrow, might God bless you, strengthen you, fill you with grace, courage, and perseverance. Remember, we have something the world didn't give. Don't let the world take it away from you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.